last week on the Dice of Thunder podcast. I'm so just trying to remember why we're here again. <laughs> you're you're here to try to discover what 2.2.7 is. Uh, welcome to the Temple of Brig. I am the Grand Cog, Athenthiana Lear. You produce the clock from the bag of holding. The numbers on the clock are all inlaid quartz, Ooh. crystals. Pretty. Yeah, it's very beautiful. She thinks for a moment and she says, I wonder if this has anything to do with the concurrent heresy. It's 2.2.7. Oh, it's 2.2.7. Oh. It's called the Apprenticeship of Bronze. You will be going to this cradle of quartz to look for Olam and Kosawana. You so must now traverse the wasteland. Travel the Spellscar Desert, it would seem. Let's do it. There's a voice that comes from behind you and says, I hear you're looking for a pilot. And now, a new episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 40 of the Dice of Thunder podcast, Tacoma's premier Pathfinder actual play podcast recorded in a house studio at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Ooh, it's good to be on top. Yeah. Yeah. Great city, baby. Number one. Feels good. Feels good. Number one made up statistic podcast. No, there's like four other podcasts. I heard that eighty percent of statistics are made up. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> on the spot, or right that's an MIT, you know, what? statistic in it. It is today. <laughs> that's a school here in our America. <laughs> hi, I, everybody. I felt the urge to wave at you when you said hi, everyone. So hey, I everybody. think I'm going to do that for do now. It, on. Wave. I fight the hey, urge to do is. it every week, so well, I just did it this week. What does that Let's, look like? What does that fight look like? Let's sit back a minute. Episode 40. Four, oh, oh, are you, are you having a feeling right yes, now? Yes, oh, oh, all the feel. There's, feel, a, there's a twinkle. Feel right into the microphone. <laughs> mm. oh, wow. No, no, no. Yeah, what? Get out of here. What? <laughs> what is wrong what, with why you? Why would you do that? I don't understand the, you the instructions. Are, you are the <laughs> bad kid of the podcast. Every He's the bad one. Like bad the podcast, boy. Every bad boy. week, there's bad something the horrible podcast. that comes out of that mouth. Every week. Every <laughs> other week. I'm sorry, listeners. You're a 50% offender. 60% of the time. <laughs> Works every time. Uh, message us on Twitter if you think Scott is wrong. Yes. The, <laughs> yes, please. The us. website, or the Twitter handle that handles all these complaints is at Luton and Callow. No. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, give us more Jordan. Oh, there we man. go. Yes. Oh. If that trends, yeah. I quit. <laughs> you heard it here. Thunderbites. Hashtag. Must do. Give us more Jordan. Give us mm. more Jordan. People are going to be like, oh, is Michael Jordan making a comeback? <laughs> is there a new documentary? Like, no, it's this guy from this podcast. He's nine feet tall. Doesn't play basketball. He's taller than Jordan. By one Michael inch. Jordan. Yeah. By one inch. Yep. Maybe more now. I mean, you shrink as you get older, so. Wow. Fair point. Yeah. Giants, too? As far as I know. Okay. I mean, you are one. I can't reveal our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> What's the meetings like? Well, you... they're in, for one thing, they're in large rooms. Of course. Uh, on the top the of ceiling mountains. Ceiling height. Yeah. And the counters are. Way up there. The counters are actually waist level. They're 36 inches instead of 33 inches? Is mm. that what you're telling me? No, no, full 40. Full 40? Full wow. 40. Not the full 40. <laughs> <laughs> choked on it. <laughs> Give him the full 40. Yeah. That's not a place I want to exist in. That has no. to be annoying, though. That <laughs> countertops yeah. are so yeah, much Yeah, short lower. counters are pretty annoying. All the counters are at your knees. Yeah. Oh, Greg, how do you feel about counter height? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think they're perfect. <laughs> I can rest my elbows on them. Yeah, without, bending, standing, without leaning without, forward. Yeah, without leaning forward. <laughs> I, blame, I blame my uh, moments of... <laughs> I am the complete opposite of Jordan in height stature. <laughs> it's such a great like thing. Wait a minute. You're you're six seven? Yeah. He's six fifteen. Oh, for a second I thought you were six five and I was like no. I'm five six. We literally are the opposite. <laughs> ah it sucks being short, you're guys. Five six, no. six, six seven. I never no? have to walk uh, to duck to walk under anything. That's true. That's awesome. Mm. The bar at the gym. That is opposite. Exactly. 
And then I just stand on the counters when I need something off the top shelf. <laughs> I've seen it. Easy. Yeah. I've, I've witnessed this. In his house. Jordan, Jordan, give me. Jordan. Give me. <laughs> I can't reach. I have to pick him up. Can you pick yeah. me up? Exactly. <laughs> We were we were over at Greg's house and he was put. Remember he was like putting away some glassware or whatever on the oh, top yeah. of their yeah. shelves, and yeah, you yeah. literally took it out of his hand and just because he was dragging a chair, reached whatever. up and placed it. It was great. I'll never forget Teamwork. that. Oh, it's Teamwork. just not fair. Don't look at the top of my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, he sees it when he walks in. He's the only person who can see it. Yeah. I, know. I see everything. It's like that. It's like that scene in Lord of the Rings when Gandalf walks in and he's. Got to get real low to yeah. come yeah. through the yeah. door. You know it's crazy oh, though. Tea's fine, thank you. <laughs> Jordan has no idea. What did you hear? Oh, the, the little bit about ring. Please don't turn me into anything. <laughs> I'm natural. Oh, natural. <laughs> oh no, I've got much better plans for you. <laughs> Sorry, honey. We did it again. It's my okay. fault. The Lord of the Rings I'm, is so I'm good. I'm sorry. He's tall. He's got a beard. It you makes know what? Sense. I'm not sorry. He's a little more. <laughs> he's a little more Radagast the Brown though than oh, yeah. than Gandalf the Gray. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, he's bird not, poop in my beard. How do you feel weird. about that? Yeah. I mean, I wish I had bird poop in my beard because it implies that you. a bird is comfortable. I believe you. That's like that episode of Family Guy. Remember when <laughs> yeah. he has the bird, the bird in his beard? beard. <laughs> I love that. Oh, so I like little birds. You do. You would have them living in your beard. <sighs> this man's obsessed. Yeah, no, he is with obsessed. Those birds. I saw a video online because it's where you watch them. <laughs> oh, That's the end of my story. Oh, oh wow. Thank God. That's prolific. <laughs> no, it's this guy who was like feeding a deer that was in his yard with his hand. Yeah. Which people do. You can go to Northwest Trek and do that right now. You go to Ocean Shores and do that. But while he's True. got his hand what animals, out, wait, what animals are you feeding at Ocean Shores? Deer. Yeah, there's deer, deer out there. Deer walk straight up deer. to, yeah, they're garbage deer. Yeah. You walk up, they'll garbage walk right deer. up to <laughs> what, is go- what does that mean? They eat garbage. They oh, eat garbage. No. Yeah. Like a giant squirrel. Ew. It because yeah. people are gross and lazy and they leave trash everywhere. And the Whoa, deer this is it. not a political show, sir. But, <laughs> but they're also feeding deer. You mean deer <laughs> out in <laughs> Ocean Shores or eat yeah. a number seven large size with orange soda? <laughs> well, they walk up to the drive through and order it. <laughs> yeah. They know they're regular. <laughs> Give me the hot mustard sauce. Where do they, where do they keep their wallet? No, it's on the house. They're deer. Oh, Come on. got it. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. It's like That's, the cops. So, no, one's yeah. tr- so <laughs> no one's charging a deer. Anyway, <laughs> this guy is feeding this deer barehanded, and he's got his hand out, and a chickadee lands on his hand. Oh, that's some Disney And stuff. I was like, oh. <gasps> is this like Paul Bunyan or something? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, wow. just. Does Paul Bunyan have a. Have a you have a, a blue zoo. ox. Does Paul Bunyan have TikTok? He does now. I guarantee there's a Paul Bunyan TikTok. There's probably a, a, a Paul Bunyan. I need to start a TikTok. Yeah. It's, it's Paul Bunman. Only, yeah. if, only if Greg paints himself blue and is big. I'm signed up. I'm in. Locks. I'll buy the paint. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm in. Investor, let's go. Duvall <laughs> always getting into the ground level. Let's do it. Ground level hey, Duvall. Let's go. That's kind of your Great name. idea. GLD. Ground Dude, you know, you, you, know yeah. you can go scale to the it. zoo, which is like very zoos close. Are, you live in Tacoma, no. dude. dude. Zoos yeah. are sad. And you hold budgie place. Zoos are sad. You're already telling me about, but you think you're telling me something I don't know? You, you think I don't know the about birds. the budgies and at Point let, Defiance? I have Come a picture. On, the budgies? Wasn't that our first date? Jordan's arm. It was our first date. You took your wife to a zoo. That's terrifying. Oh my gosh. You took your wife to a zoo? We fed giraffe. And we fed budgies. What's a budgie? The little... Little like yellow, little green, parakeet blue type bird. parakeet type birds. Zoos are sad. I held because my arm the out. Budgies. And, uh, the, the budgies thought my arm was a tree limb. I had like three of them. Have you seen your arms? Yes. Yeah. Arms are. I took really great pictures. The trees could grow yeah. a lot of hair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Looking at hairy trees. It's why it's that he's in Beauty and the Beast when he's got all the birds. Yeah. Oh my gosh! What a great scene. Oh yeah. There must be something more than <laughs> there was before. Was that some words? Yeah. Go? Was that yeah. A, yes. There well, must I think be there's something, something there. more. I think there's uh, uh, there's something here that wasn't there before. Yeah, yeah thank you. Exactly. I was gonna yeah. die if you didn't say yeah. it. <laughs> Why do I want to follow that up with "I wanna be something the great white somewhere"? And that's not even the song. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because all Disney song. songs use the same, same chords. Every movie. That is in every movie. That's in every movie. And Snow White. That show. That's like... That's like I'm aware. Tunes, I've been watching Disney it's movies same thing. for 40 years. It's the same I'm aware. Thing. No, you did it. Do it again. It's the same thing. <laughs> Billions of dollars. Anyway. <laughs> Smart. Yep. yep. <laughs> I love that movie. Which one? Beauty and every the Beast. movie. I just, I just sang about, the, I know. the theme song to every but movie. Specifically, you're talking about Beauty and the Beast. Warner Brothers, Till I Die. What? <laughs> we need we need Freaky to talk soy. about passion position pinky in the brain yes for your mic <laughs> like talking position and then there's oh a, do i need to back to my clipping now i'm being edited position. this is what happens when now you talk about silenced. this is what happens when you talk about disney you get I just, silenced i just yep. want you, see that? you yep. to <laughs> see what happens you feel like florida right now in a way <laughs> i feel like florida you say anything against disney you get canceled uh, <laughs> just Passion position. I'm sorry. Just passion position. Did we hear what happened with the man? Oh, the, a bird flew on him. Yes. Put a bird on it. That yeah. was it. It was the most amazing thing I've it. ever seen. Put a bird on it. There was a yeah. bird on the man. We can bird pickle that. And I was like, <laughs> I want to be the bird man. <laughs> and uh, then we downloaded Michael that Keaton. app. And, the Merlin And app. I actually got a chickadee to land mm-hmm. on, right like three inches away from my head. So on, the chair. on your back? On the chair that I was sitting on. Oh, that doesn't count. I'm almost there, guys. <laughs> One step closer. I thought you were going to say your shoulder. I was yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, that's your right, right there yeah. behind. <laughs> Three inches from my head. On I think my that's shoulder. cheating that if you use the Merlin app. <laughs> on a windowsill. That guy was just minding his business, feeding a deer already. How do you know he didn't use the Merlin app to get to that point? Well, mm. he was busy. How do you know it was a real bird? Deer. The TikTok videos mm. don't come with backstory. Yeah, how do we know it wasn't an AI bird? Whoa, AI birds are everywhere. I saw two yesterday. Yep. i tried to keep it oh man you know we're not a bird podcast you wish we're not a a disney podcast thank goodness we are a pathfinder podcast (laughs) yeah we are let's go that's that's my tried and true segue i love it it's perfect so you got this <laughs> oh man. We've met Farrah Winslow. Farrah Winslow. Farrah. That's right. Farrah Winslow. And we need to convince this woman. Farrah Winslow is a tiefling dwarf. Because yes. in Pathfinder, you don't restrict tieflings, they can be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. She's got one horn. One horn. Like Hellboy. Yep. Tiefling I'm call her Hellgirl for short. The other one's been cut off. I'm sure she'll love that nickname. <laughs> I won't tell her to her face. <laughs> <laughs> We should go talk to Hell Girl. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone would know what I was talking about. That's true. Probably. That's fetch. <laughs> stop so, trying to make yeah. fetch. Duval, a thing. stop so trying to make fetch. It's already happened. So camping. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Winslow, is she. What? what no, I was, about to make fun, I was about to make fun of you for knowing so much about Mean, mean Girls, girls yeah. and then realized I would have to know a lot about Mean Girls. <laughs> to make fun of you. The reference. Telling on yourself. Yeah. Oh, guess so what I'm going to write down in the notebook. <laughs> yeah. Dang it, I know what that means too. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're at the final prospect. You've spoken to your good buddy Wilbur Olfar, who, thank you, Wilbur, you bought me 15 minutes on that last episode. I appreciate you. <laughs> and you learned about this one pilot that might consider taking you out into the spell scar. Her name's Fira Winslow. P-H-E-R-A. Fira, Fira. Winslow. And you approached her and you, you talked to her about this possibility. And she didn't really answer you. So you're ready for the answer? Ready. No. <laughs> oh. uh, don't be too hasty. Come, let's... Uh... Let's talk this over some more over drinks, shall we? Drinks, you see. Aye. Are you buying, <laughs> big fella? Gross. <laughs> Did you want me to buy them, yes, lady? Yes, No, this... Huh? I'm not going to not, pay, no. buy your drinks okay. so that you can sell me an idea. That's not how it works. Right, right. Barkeep, round of drinks for the table. All right, I'll get him right over to you! <laughs> Wow. <laughs> really excited barkeeper. He's very happy. Because he's giving uh, good tips. Yeah. So Fira sits down with you <laughs> and takes a big sip of beer or whatever. Butter beer. 
I'd like to roll a diplomacy check Ooh. to help improve Fira's attitude. I think that's a great idea. Okay. What would you like to say? Fira, I... Uh, let me, hold you on. have such a lovely horn. I'm thinking. <laughs> God. You know what? Fira, would you... I'm looking at her picture. You're I can't done. <laughs> Go, get out of here. Wait, so are we not supposed to mention the horn? Hold on. I guess I should roll first. Love that horn. Okay, I rolled a 14 plus 10, so 24. Come on. Right, that's pretty good. Yeah. What do you say to old Fira? Fira, are you up for some competition today? Ooh. What? Some competition, you see. Yeah. Some uh. little, you know, sportsmanship. <gasps> From a little sprite? No, if, from Varg. Oh. <laughs> oh. I propose an arm wrestling competition. Ooh, Ooh, I like this. Can we put some money down on this? I want something mm. on that. Oh, I'll admit that I wasn't very impressed by the four of you wandering in this bar and trying to hire everyone, but now I'm intrigued. <laughs> what do you say, big fella? And she plants her elbow down on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Get her wager. How badly do you want to lose? We'll let the dice decide who loses. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Okay. (laughs) Wait, so for the record, we're going to, we're going to, if you win, she has to take us, right? That's the wager we're making. Can you say that? Is this a roll off? What's happening? Yeah. They're rolling to win. If Varg wins, you fly us to where we need to go. Yeah. If Uh, you win. Out into the Spellscar Desert, you said? Yes. Yes. What do I get if I win? If you win... You get to take us to the spell scout desert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ta-da. You, you win, we'll buy our... your drinks for the rest of the night. You, Nothing to lose, our... everything to gain. There we go. I'll admit that these two prospects do not equal <laughs> each other, but... You know, we'll throw in our pet cat, Darnayru. And sweep up. <laughs> oh, God. It's so dark. <laughs> Did you really just wager Dinaru? <laughs> and, and, and an innocent little <laughs> s- soul like soulbound Varg, doll? Varg, please win. <laughs> the stakes are high. So do you agree, Varg, to these to this event here? Let's get it on. <laughs> Let's, okay, yeah. Are you done looking up her nope. athletics? Okay. She's she's an NPC that is pulled out of the game mastery guide. Yep. So I, I have oh. to look up the game mastery guy. Is that is that in the Chungus? It's sub Chungus one. The sub Chungus one in the Chungus. The chunga, the chunga, the chunga, the chunga, I feel like there's something we used to check quite often. What uh, what do we have to check? Are we learning? It went online. I know. Check the Chungus check shirts it. available. On the oh, merch. don't hey. you dare say those words! Merch, merch, now merch, it's on merch, air. merch, <laughs> merch, <laughs> merch. <laughs> I don't. You do. Easter you eggs, merch is coming. Listen, Thunder Buddies, combat, so you can't edit go to out. our merch store and buy stuff. Merch but is coming. I, uh, Check the chungus. <laughs> Check the chungus, on. baby. <laughs> Tell a friend, baby. Wear it in the bay, baby. That's a t shirt. Wear, Wear it in the bay. Wear it in the bay, baby. Wear it in the bay, baby. I'm so sad I'm going to have to cut all this out. No, you better not. Well, all the parts where I'm clipping, you can cut those. Oh, man. <laughs> Compressor. I don't that. know why. We're going to g- we're have to go long. All right. I got her. So, Varg, if you agree to do this, it would be an athletics check versus athletics check roll-off. Okay. Okay? Okay. We're doing this? Varg agrees. What's your athletics modifier? Ten. Ten. Fira Winslow's plus 12. Ooh. Oh, she's stronger than you, Varg. Oh, my gosh. Come on, Jordan. I bet her axe is cooler, too. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. That's the coolest axe in all in of all Galarian. <clears throat> What'd you get, bro? I like bro? that face. What'd you get, bro? Not a one. I want to hear what you rolled first. <laughs> well, as the challenger, I called your bet. So, oh, yeah. that's true. Oh, my gosh. What'd you <laughs> get? I rolled a three. Ooh, that's Plus pretty terrible. a ten. I got a total of 20. Oh. Two out of three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two out of three. Two so, out of three. So Varg and Varg Fira so are, are arm wrestling, and she plants, Varg, plants how, your hand. How embarrassing. <laughs> Don't <laughs> worry. Not my first null. Ooh, that's a good point. I want some of that. She's she's juicing. She goes, <laughs> she goes, she goes, she goes, she goes, leans back in her chair and is drinking more out of her mug. Carlos looks over and says, I want some of that action. Oh, is that right? Well. It is. I can drink a lot. I am a dwarf. I suppose we shall see. <laughs> and she plants her elbow. 
Are you, re- are you ready, Shisk friend? I'm born ready, baby. I accept your terms. I've already rolled. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> Athletics check. Athletics check. So Cairo's got a 16 total. Well, that beats my 14 total. Excellent. Ooh, so Kairos and his amazing. twiggy archer arms <laughs> step up <laughs> and wins. <laughs> well, the first one loosened it a little bit. You see that, Vark? That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> the you ego. should have raged first. The e- oh, yeah, you probably should have. Oh. But then he would be fatigued. It's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And he would have to kill her before he goes out of rage. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, a whole thing. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Who's coughing? It is post-pandemic. How dare <laughs> Get out of public. <laughs> I don't think you can hear that in the background noise. That's so great. Well, so Fira says, well, I suppose you've bested me. The spell scar does it, you see? Yes. All right. For the right price, I'll take you. What is said price? 200 gold pieces. Oh, oh Negotiate. <laughs> Negotiate to down 150. Listen, if it's too steep for you, we could always take on some passengers. Cloud Reaver uh. Keep is on the way. And, unfortunately, it's been a long time since I've even flown. The second kiss has been moored here for several years. The second she's, kiss. She's the captain of the second kiss. Yeah, as she says that, she motions to the sky, and you realize that the boat is moored Above is the hers. final prospect okay. is her boat. Oh. It's her airship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first one didn't make it? What happened to that <laughs> first yeah, kiss? <laughs> Why is it second? Wait, she a... never kisses and tells. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't really feel like telling that story. Roll a diplomacy check. Oh, okay. Ooh, there's a story. Uh, 18 total. Mm. Tell it. The dice? Mm. No lie. Perhaps a story for another time. Uh, okay. Ooh. You're a mysterious tiefling. Why, why, why has it been so long since you last took her out? The last time I was in the Spellscar Desert, well, it didn't. Let's just say it didn't go as planned. And let's just say you told us more about that. <laughs> oh, I'd rather not. Because I'd like to avoid the shield marshals if it's all the same. Oh, oh. Captain. That is true, so of me. You said that you need a crew. It's been a while since you, you flown, right? Oh, I have a crew. Where's your crew? They're about. Some of them are on the ship. Some of them are milling about this place, no doubt. Hmm. I need passengers, paying passengers, hmm. and that is not you. But that doesn't mean there aren't passengers. How many passengers do you need for this to be a worthy trip? Well, a solo rider, I'll charge 50 gold pieces each. But since you beat me fair and square, that's normally what I would charge you. I'll let you ride for free. If you can get four and meet your 200 gold payment. Okay, we've got to find four, four. rubes <laughs> and convince them to go on a ride. Someone's got to start spinning the spinning the sign. Yeah, let's do some uh, let's walk around. Yeah. You know, oh, like, yeah. Uh, okay. Jeez. I know. I was like, what sign are we spinning? Then it clicked. Someone uh, needs to put on the airship costume. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so better call Saul action over here. <laughs> Do you need a trip out of the spell scar? <laughs> well, I got just a thing for you. <laughs> better, better call Saul. Better call Varg. <laughs> All right, Varg, put the suit on. <laughs> so can we, like, walk around and find some people? Yeah, so you guys some... can go around the, the bar, the dock area. The, you know, the, the airship area is full of people who are traveling in and out and looking for travel, all sorts of that, yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So can I do a diplomacy check? The, the right thing to do a s- society check, uh, diplomacy check. check. Yeah, let's. Why don't Why don't we have the entire group, everybody, roll a, di- a diplomacy check? Rolling I'm going to do an intimidation check. check and try to force people on. Get on the freaking thing! You can just, just lie to them and tell them there's something awesome. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different check. That is a different check. Ooh, natural one. Ooh. Natural twenty. Nice. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Those will offset. I got a nineteen total. What'd you get? I Ball? got a fifteen total. Okay. After you spend an hour recruiting for passengers, Vark puts on a necktie and just ooh, goes full salesman mode. Fancy. Yeah. Natural 20 will do that to you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you do find a, a list of passengers that you could potentially take. Hmm. And I will give you this list of names and a little bit of information about them. And you guys get to choose who it is that you'd like to bring back ooh. to, uh, to Fira to be a part of the 
Um, swipe left or swipe right, baby. Let's go. Let's go. So, mm. Galarian edition. <laughs> Can you present them like they're someone we have a date? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Let's go. There Let's are there are seven. You okay. only need four. Mm. Up first, we have yes. hailing from Alkenstar, a couple of merchants by the names of Bram and Finn Galan. Mm. Bram and Finn are a married couple prone to impulsive travel decisions and constant arguing. Oh, that's a no for me. <laughs> They've agreed to pay their fees and are looking for passage to Cloud Reaver Keep. Ah. Up next is a mysterious individual who goes by the name of Mr. Fly. Hey, Mr. Fly. He is a carpet salesman from Catapesh who oh, is no. glad to pay his own fee for a trip to the Spellscar Desert. Hmm. Carpet salesman. Flying carpet Moving salesman. On. The third individual is a Samsaren by the name of Tan Kira. Tan Kira is eager to explore beautiful places. You see she has a sketchbook and a notepad. Ooh. The fourth person who is interested in travel is Usuvu, a gnome tomb raider who is a devout follower of Barnaral, the imperial lord of creativity, invention, and persistence. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. Usuvu knows who you guys are, found out that you were the Shumfall of Five while talking to you, and also has been looking for Olam and Kosawana. She wishes to aid Olam and Kosawana in his clockwork efforts. Sketch. Super I kind of like it, though. Yeah. I believe in her. Number five is Whitopper Heron, who goes by the nickname Wit. And Whitopper Heron is a young man looking for adventure. Not unlike yourselves at level one, he's equipped with just a longsword and a backpack. <laughs> oh, that's not wise. It's a noob. If you'd like Wit to come along with you with his bright red shirt, you would have to purchase his ticket. Oh, no. No. But he is no. wearing a bright red shirt. I'm just saying. Why do I for those who are not Trekkie fans, for those Star Trek fans, he will be the first to die. Why do I want to pay? The next entrant on the price is wrong <laughs> to fly through the Spellscar Desert is Hiram Bridges and Asteri Windstone, a pair of humans who are merchants traveling to Cloud Reaver Keep. The last entry is Celessa Tereda, a half-orc former shield marshal turned big game hunter. Mm. No. No, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah, she's bad. Celessa wishes to tour the Spellscar Desert to see what beasts and monsters she can take down from the safety of an airship. Celesta can get Cheater. lost. I kind of want her to stay because she seems like she can handle herself Dirt and might be helpful in a fight. Uh, I was going to say she has aerial cover. Here's she the can provide aerial cover. Well, we're all in the airship with her. She wants to be on the airship and be able to see the beast from Right, down there. so we can get down and she can be like, oh, it's yeah. This is what I think. We should not let the level one go with us. No, he's out. Because right, he's going to die. Aww. I know, I, even though Mystery I kind of want to pay for it. Yeah. Mystery dude makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, he's mysterious. What about, uh, what about Mr. Tomb Raider, the gnome Tomb Raider? Uh, I, like, I, like, I like the Tomb Raider. I like yeah? the Tomb Raider. Me too. All right. I'm not, I'm and he also it. wants to talk to Kosala. Yeah, that's right. his business. I don't like it. She, Usubu, oh, she. and she's in. She. All right. Noise. Oh, they're, they're the same person? Noise. Usubu the Tomb Raider? The Tomb Raider is Usubu. I just want to say, for the record, I'm a on, on the record. On the record. But we have to cut one more person. On the record. <laughs> you gotta cut three. You gotta cut three. You gotta keep one. Wait, no, no. <laughs> we huh? only need four. We only need four. So we don't. We you can cut take five. Two. So we can take five. Bring them we all. Can bring them all. Bring them all. Except for the kid. Oh, there's not, there's <laughs> only enough room for four passes. Oh, there's only enough room. Uh, room for four more. There's four Besides rooms. That. So gotcha. people who are paired up are together and can stay in one Let's room. Let's just take the two groups of merchants. Two groups of merchants is just two slots. Right. Oh. But that's acceptable. Bram, I said Bram and Finn Galan and Hiram Bridges and Asteri Windstone. Two human female or two humans, a male and a female. They are a brother and sister, and they are merchants traveling to Calgary Cloud Reaver Keep. It's just so similar to the other are a married couple who are prone to fighting. Travel, you know, impulsive travel and arguing. Yeah, we don't want they that. Have to argue in your cabin. Who cares? The traveling married couple, the merchants, Usavu, one more. Usavu and one more. There was an artist. So, so how the about the artist? Lady. What? You want the lady who's the archer? Isn't there an archer lady? The half orc? The half orc, yeah. The last one you did? Yeah, the there, game was, big game there was a game hunter. Yeah. I, I lean towards wanting to bring her on the trip, personally. You think she could be useful? Yeah. If, if we could. I definitely didn't want the mystery guy because he wanted to go to. Yeah, I don't want him either. I think he's gonna it seemed trouble. weird. So, but I think, and I don't want him interfering because if he if he knows about the um, cradle 
yeah. cradle of quartz. So I say we do the half orc. The big game hunter is our last. I can do that. And the merchants. And the merchants. Right. And, and I'm still on record that I don't like that. You okay with the the big game hunter? Yeah, as long as she doesn't shoot anything. Behaves. We have to influence her. We do have a druid on board. Mm. That's true. Mm. Who do you respect more, your greed or your or your fellow? Oh, it's not greed. It's, <laughs> it's protection. <laughs> I respect no, that's way greed. More. Greed? Yeah. Darnayru is greedy for his own blood to stay in his body. And we'll that's do anything not greedy. That is self-preservation. Self-preservation. Same, same. No. Same, same. False. Black Bear. <laughs> Black Bear? It's an office reference. You need to watch it. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you kind of do, though. Are you sure about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure about that? sure about that? I think the half-work Celestia. 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 Uh, could be useful if we get into trouble. However, Luton's going to have a problem if she tries to shoot She anything. did say it was a recon, so she wasn't yeah, but hunting. As long as it's a recon, I'm okay with that. Luton's okay with that. Can we ask I her that? I want to see it. Can I want to see the smoke. Can we clarify that with her? You can ask her anything you want. She's traveling with you on this dirigible. You better, if you want to get to know anything yeah, about any of these people, you can't. Can we get a pat down? Of Celessa? Yeah. All of them. Yeah, they all have various... Um, Weapons. Weapons, adventuring, equipment. Okay. Yeah. Some of them are armed. Some of them are not. Do we want to interview Celesa, her? Celesa does have two arquebus, which are like long rifles, along with a uh, bow and arrow. So she's got some hunting weapons. Are there, is okay, there any guidance so, that you want? Yeah. Uh, Luton would like to ask Celesa, what uh, are you planning on reconning out by the, I forgot what it's called. The Spellscar Desert. The Spellscar Desert. So Celesa says, and she's just big, you know, hulking half-orc woman. She says, um, I'm looking for some new creatures to take down. <laughs> if you catch my drift. Okay, I think we should leave her here. Is this trip going... Are you planning on actually hunting in this trip? Absolutely. Okay, so she <laughs> wants to kill stuff. That's going to be a problem. My whole driving motivation <laughs> is to kill things That's from the cool. airship. Okay, how about the artist? Tan Kira. Tan Kira. Kira. Sam, you guys know what a Sam Saren is? They're mysterious humanoids with pale blue flesh and transparent blood. Like the waters of a trickling brook. Samsarans are ancient creatures, even in their youth. So I'm, I'm reading from Archives of Nethys here about Samsarans. So they're very mysterious looking. They're scholars. They're, you know, meditators, thinkers. And so what you have is an artist who is, who just wants to travel the Spellscar, an area where people don't go, and capture some of the beauty of the area in in art form. I like it. Sounds unproblematic. Cool. So we've got Usavu, we Tan Kira, Hiram and Asteri, and then Bram yep. and Finn Gallen. Yeah. Okay. Do we need to make sure that they pay? They all pay. Okay. They all pay 50 gold apiece to make the trip. Very good. Cha-ching. So you report back to, uh, to Fira and you say, what do you say? We've gathered our travelers and we are ready to depart. Ah, fantastic. I'll make ready the ship. Head on up those back stairs. And that'll take you to the boarding ladder. And from there, you can climb on up and meet the crew. Let oh. your passengers know. I'll see you in about an hour. I've got to get provisions. It's a long trip. And so uh, she disappears off, leaves the bar, and you guys can climb up onto the airship now. Oh, exciting. Oh, boy. Yeah. And Let's go on a trip. How you feeling? Like this. How you feeling, Varg? Not a, not a fan. <laughs> it's okay, Varg. Varg, just say, we're going on a trip. In your favorite rocket ship. I've never been off the ground before. I'm not. This is uncomfortable for me. <laughs> so uh, you find yourselves, if you go to roll 20, on the observation deck of the second kiss, which is part of the uh, the flight deck level. Cool. Yeah, it is, is very cool. Is the second kiss um, on the ground no, right it's, now? Or it's, it's more kind of hovering? Ab- it's moored above, above and hovering above the... the uh, Above the bar, above okay. the final prospect. You have gotcha. to climb a rope ladder to, to get on board. Gotcha. And you're standing on the observation deck, which has a, a nice little bar. It It is actually a, a pretty nice little setup here. Are you guys all seeing? We're on, yeah. the, flight, yeah. we're on yeah, yeah. the flight deck, yeah. not the observation deck. Yeah, you're on the observation end of the flight deck. There we go. Okay. Hold on. You know, I don't have a whole lot of hair for you to split, right? <laughs> 
Well, I want to make sure we're clear because <laughs> the observation deck is very small, and I see us on the flight deck where their bar is. Oh, you're talking about the observation deck that's like up on top. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let me let me describe this thing for you guys. Ooh, that sound of wind makes me so happy. Me too. Mm-hmm. Feel it through this your fur, cool. Varg. It feels so good in your fur. Oh, I got something here. <gasps> Flavor flame. <laughs> You're on the look back (laughs) lounge. This open air patio with carved wooden railings boasts a bar, stools, wooden tables and chairs, and that's it. Cool. Um, So across the uh, the underside of the Zeppelin, the ship is five squares wide. So it's 25 squares wide on this lower deck. If you go up to the upper deck, it is seven squares wide. Okay. As you traverse the ship, it is 90 feet long, which is 18 squares long. Okay. Uh, This flight deck, there is the observation, this lower observation deck that you guys are on. There are some, uh, in the next area up is the dining cabin, decorated with dated artwork and scuffed hardwood. Uh, It's a broad cabin, looks like a really nice dining room at an upscale inn. You know, or like a lodge, okay? The tables are high-backed benches. There is a retractable stairway on both sides that you guys climb into as you come in. So those are the, the downstairs that you see on either side of the dining room. There's like a double stairwell, an okay. up-and-down stairwell. So if you go down from those stairs, it goes down to the rope ladders. And then there is the uh, main control cabin, which is up at the front, and you can see there is a... Uh, captain's spot there's a spot for a navigator and um, there's also a, a bed so the the forward control room also acts as like a kind of off duty like a captain's cabin eh, not a captain's cabin but more like like the overnight crew would sleep mm-hmm. in the cabin if there was something wrong they'd be able to you know quickly jump Got up because there is a captain's cabin upstairs okay so the other thing is at the at the bar is you do see so there is a halfling gentleman standing behind the bar and he introduces himself and he says hello there my name is lucky lanks i'll be your porter for this journey and the porter if you don't know is someone who is assigned to the comfort of all the passengers and guests Uh, if you'd like please leave your luggage here if you have any and i will take you up to your stateroom fancy you are the shum follow five is that right that is yes, correct. That's what I have been told by my captain. Yes. If you'll follow me, please. And he he leaves the bar area, goes into the dining hall, and then goes up the nearest set of stairs, which is immediately to the left, opposite of the uh, commode, which we definitely need to check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys, if you <laughs> climb up, if you climb up those stairs, you'll end in uh, the lower left corner of the upper deck. Okay. Okay. That is the games room. So there are some tables in here for cards, chess. Other table games, they fill the area. Um, so that's that's what's there. Takes you out into the hallway, and you guys walk up the hall, and you are assigned to the two cabins on the left north of the games room. Are, are you guys' cabins? There's beds in there. Because it's a, lo- like it's a long shows. hallway with just doors on each side. Yeah, it's a really long hallway, lots of doors on either side. There's um, crew messes up in the upper left corner. And then you see a, there's some crew cabin, there's some um, the captain's cabin, and and as you're walking up the hall, one there is a uh, a gentleman that comes out of the yeah that comes out of the crew mess, and Lucky Lanks introduces you. This is Dezen Drakes. He's our bosun and also the co-pilot of the Second Kiss. He's the what and the co-pilot? The bosun. The bosun. Sorry, if you haven't been watching... Boatswain. Uh, yeah, the Boatswain. Mm-hmm. What's that show? Below Decks. If you haven't been watching Below Decks, Greg, you really need to start. I don't even know okay. what that is. What's the Boatswain? It's like the assistant to the captain. Yeah. Sort okay. Of. He handles most of our logistics and does all of the things needed to keep the dirigible airborne. So there you go. Tell me, Elf, how safe is this ship? <laughs> Please, calm our friends' concerns. The ship? The ship is fine. It's not the ship. Okay. Anyway, I understand we're departing soon. So I need to go check some supplies. Goodbye. And he leaves. Goodbye. Typical elf. Yeah. At, um, At the top and the bottom of the upper deck, 
there are two hatches in the ceiling. And Lucky says, I'll take you up to meet the engineers and show you the observation deck. It's a wonderful place to fly aboard the second kiss. And as you climb up those, uh, you climb through one of those hatches, they pop out inside the middle of the dirigible. And what you can see to the left and to the right, all the way down the length of this thing. And this, the second kiss is like well over 200 feet long. It right. is a very long vessel. You're in this underbelly cabin of this thing. But it's the Goodyear blimp, you know? It's yeah. A, it's a giant thing. And so you pop up in the middle of the structure, the superstructure of the blimp, which is really cool. <laughs> and, and you see that there are several, like, cells along the length of the spine of the ship, and they all appear to be, like, giant bags, and they've got some patches over the top of them and some sewn... Oh, patches. Oh, don't sewn. look. Some sewn <laughs> together. <not> there. <laughs> some see still on the ground. <laughs> Bark's still on the flight deck. <laughs> some sewn together cuts and other things like that, and, and not that many, but, you know, as it goes. And Lucky says to you, each one of these cells is what keeps us aloft. Individually, several of them can fail before there's anything to worry about. So if you come up here and you see one or two of them deflated during flight, don't worry. Probably just performing some routine maintenance on the pump system. And to do that routine maintenance, we have a pair of goblins. Oh, and, ah, and you see, gosh, this is the concern right here. There's yeah. two doors that are near the south hatch that lead to a, a pair of bunk rooms. <laughs> And these two like greasy, just dirty-looking goblin engineers pop out, and um, Lucky introduces them. This is Nolby and Gebin. They are our in-flight mechanics who are responsible for keeping the ship aloft under any circumstances. <laughs> and they both look at you, and they're like, Hello! <laughs> we do the mechanic work! <laughs> Which leaves you with nothing but confident feelings. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. All right. Now that you've met the whole crew and you know the captain, I'll take you up to the observation deck and then push you off to your death. No, I mean, <laughs> no. Uh, so there is a another hatch ladder. It's just a little bit north of the two engineer cabins. Also, both of those um, engineer cabins split off left and right to the engine nacelles. So you've got propeller engines, and there's signs on the door that says, you know, do not enter while in operation. Big. Uh, danger, danger. There's like uh, explosive warnings, and uh, there's images of like people's hands getting stuck in yeah. gears, you know? So there's, you assume there's a lot of clockwork mechanisms going on behind those doors. And you can kind of see on the map what those engine nacelles look like. They're 15 feet long, which is, you know, longer than. Longer than your dad's, you know, heavy-duty crew cab pickup truck. <laughs> speak for yourself. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'll speak for myself. And they're they're five feet wide. These big gear housings. So they they're giant turbines, right? That and this is the propulsion system for the uh, for the ship. You climb up the ladder, which takes you to an upper observation deck, which is a you know, diamond shape five by five observation deck. And from there, you actually have a really awesome view of the city of Alcazar. What do you think, Varg, while you're up there? <laughs> Varg's not up there. Var where's, where's Varg? Varg's still on the observation deck. He's but laying at the bar. <laughs> it was a huge information dump. Laying. He'll wait, he'll wait to hear about it. What I hope you all picture in your mind is like a really cool looking Goodyear blimp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That has giant propellers on the side that are clockwork, steam driven things. And then this really like, it's out of date, but it's still very nice. Yeah. Um, artistically carved cabin that hangs from the belly. Two stories. Mid Two stories. Modern. Yeah, it's mid century <laughs> modern. Yeah. So, what do you guys all tell me? What do you think about this? This is so exciting. Yeah? yeah. Wondering why it's so nice and resplendent inside, but there's like lips on the outside. Well, <laughs> this is called the second kiss. I get that. It's you the know. ship name. Yeah. I go to the. I definitely am hanging out on the observation deck looking out across the city because this is like cool to see from this height and then also because I've never been on an airship. Yeah, me neither. Kairos is like watching the crew. <laughs> watching the crew, how they how they interact with one another. Oh, roll a perception check. I will. Tell me twice. <laughs> roll a perception check. <laughs> so that's going to be... Let's look at my perception modifier. 
That's 24 on the dice. Oh, okay. Or, or total. So 24 on the dice. What you... <laughs> yeah. Where do you buy that die? Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, target. So 24 total. What you observe is that uh, Lucky doesn't appear to be very uh, efficient at what he does. Huh. Like he he has to go go back. Like you see him maybe polishing some glasses and then he doesn't know where to put them away. And then he figures it out. He puts mm-hmm. them away where they belong. Right? And then he sets up some silverware on some of the dining tables, but then he resets it. And and then he goes to the next table and he gets it right. Hmm. Okay. The uh, the half elf bosun Dezel. Drezel? Diesel. Dezel. Diesel. Diesel. Yeah. My friends call me Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> um very efficient and very capable at his job. He's casting off lines. He's running through the checks. You see him on the flight deck. You see him counting supplies. He's securing all the cargo, making sure all the latches are closed, and, and then always looking back at Lucky, and he'll see what he's doing. And then shake his head. <laughs> the two goblins you don't see much of, except for when they pop up mysteriously behind you and you didn't know that they were there. <laughs> yeah. They always seem to be covered in dirt, but and they always seem to be perpetually on break, but everything's also always ready to go whenever anyone asks, have you done the, 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 Have you done this check? Have you cleaned uh, that thing? They're like, of course, we've done it already. <laughs> and, and, it, and it is. Hmm. So maybe they are proficient, maybe not. One at a time, all of the guests arrive, the married couple, arguing quite a bit. Already. Already, already start. Sweet. Great. I did not even want to come on this trip in the first place. Well, then why'd you come? Yeah. Well, yeah. well <laughs> your mom said that we would get a good deal if we booked this far in advance, and now we're stuck here. <laughs> and that's just like... And yeah. they go up into their cabin, right? The uh, merchants come on board. They don't even say anything. They just kind of look around, nodding, and they go to their cabin. Hmm. The artist sets up an easel on the observation deck, but also tours the entire lower deck area, looking out all the windows, goes up into their cabin, looks out the windows, and is getting a feel for sights and angles and other things like that, and then immediately goes up on the observation deck, and you don't see him again. Hmm. The last thing that you notice with your perception check is about the last person who you invited to come Along, which is the the gnome uh, tomb raider, which I on the Dream record said I did not want this person Us- to come. Usuvu. It has so been recorded. Usuvu, who I have some, char- oh. I have Ooh. do have some character art for Usuvu. Looks like she Usuvu. went to Evergreen. <laughs> I've met this person. She does have a faux hawk going on. Yeah. It's uh, it's blue in the middle and gray on the sides, and she has lo- these great like gnomish eyebrows, eyebrows right? Aren't eyebrows. they cool? They stick way out the side of her head, pointed ears. She's got that inquisitive gnome thing going on, and immediately wants to talk to you guys about Kosawana. Oh. Oh. And it's like, I know Olam and Kosawana, and, and, and I know... You you guys are the Shum Follow Five, and you're looking for him too. Why? Why are you Why are you looking for oh, him? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to know you. You seem to know us. Let's get to know you first. Well, sure. What would you like to know? Why are you so interested in Kosawana? Um, o- Olam and Kosawana has been a friend of mine for a long time. I help him with his research. So, you knew he was uh, in trouble. I did know he was in trouble. I heard about what happened at his house. I mean, the whole city practically heard the explosion that went on. I didn't know that it was at his house where that happened. We haven't talked much in the last few weeks, except occasionally we would meet and discuss what's been going on lately. And she gets kind of quiet. Please, what have you discussed with him? Roll a diplomacy check. Ooh, that's a good roll over there. Uh, 24 total. Sounds pretty good. 21 total. (laughs) All right. So, Kairos, she says to you, well, I know that he's been researching Pyronite, mm. and I'm assuming that he was successful, which has me worried, because what he's been trying to do for the last few weeks and why he's been so secretive is that he's been trying to stop Pyronite. He's been trying to figure out a way to destroy it, huh. and now he's on the run. What about you? What are you trying to do with him? Hold on. We're not, we're just, no, it's a que- it's question for question. <laughs> what have you heard about us? 
I don't. I haven't heard anything about you other than you are the Shumfalo Five. Okay. Well, we are looking for Kosawana as well. We want to ask him some questions about some mysterious things that have been happening. That's very vague. I answered your question. Well, we went to find him after the explosion. We Why are you looking for him? Are, do you wish him harm? Can you well, tell, her the, tell the truth? <laughs> tell the truth. He's on the run. We're we trying are, to find him. We are trying to that, save him. Is he on the run from you? No. <laughs> everyone, everyone chill. Everyone chill. We have enough to worry about being on this flying space slug. <laughs> space slug. I tell you what, I'll just go to my quarters. Wait, wait tell wait, him the truth. Wait, wait. We, we want to help him. We believe he's in danger, and we want to ask him some questions about some mysterious things we found at his, uh, at Brieg. We've been hired to save him. That's what we're doing. There we're looking is. for him to save him. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> There's no easy way to get information out of Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I love that. I love it too. Then maybe Kairos keeps his cards close to his chest. Yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. 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 yeah, that's how they do. I'm a shiska. That's right. Yeah. And then shiska maybe we will be able to help each other after all. I hope so. Great. That's great. <laughs> I'm not sure why your friend is so hostile. I've, I didn't. I never thought I would feel more comfortable in the arms of a of a knoll giant. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you should have met Fargo when we first met him too, though. <laughs> Fat guy in a little <laughs> trench coat. Vark, what? What's that building? Oh what's God! That? What's oh, no. that building? Do you think they need sweeping? Who, who winded sweep up? <laughs> <gasps> you would leave him unwound? That's so totally. Uh, that's so mean. Oh uh, my. Gosh. Maybe I wow. should hold on to the key for now. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the poor, innocent, soul-bound creature. Yeah. Sleep paralysis. Yes, the sleep paralysis um, demon. I was ready to trade him for a ride. So. Bart, for real. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so- will say, Bart will say, evil this campaign, is, evil this campaign. is all of Alkenstar sweep up. Isn't it beautiful? How, how long do you think it would take to sweep it all up? One hour? Two <laughs> hours? You should Three, stop you me should when do, I get it right. You should four you hours. You should calculate this in your head and let me know when you find the answer. How how does one calculate something in their head? Do you have a voice inside your head that tells you math? I have many voices inside my head. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes here for the bargain sweep up show. <laughs> oh, I'm in. Sign me up. Oh, Tuesdays at four. Tune in on the CW. <laughs> Vog and sweep up. No, because if it's on the CW, I'm not going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, can't get oh. enough of that. Though. Well, no one else would buy it. It's the WB. Yeah. No one else would jump in on, except so the WB. We met, Netflix would take it. We've met everyone on the ship now. <laughs> You've met everyone on the ship now. Sort of. And Are there any secret compartments? So I was going to say, roll a Cairo, perception that's check. what I wanted to look for is look around the ship for things that well, are Well, why don't you roll related. a perception check? Let's perception checks thief. are really bad. Let's roll a perception check. I was like, can I look no, for things? Perception did, uh, did Farah board yet? Not yet. Not yet. Ooh. 17. Greg's so mad. 25 know, total. 28 total. 28 total. Let's go. 28. What? Nice. We out here rolling. So Luton is just Reveal like. Reveal your secret. <laughs> second kiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you spend a lot of time properly searching through the entire ship. So a proper search then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't find any secret compartments or hidden doors. Okay. That's it. What you see on the map is exactly what there is. What you see? What you'll see is a what you get, but good question. This bar on B3, that's an actual bar? Yes. Okay, Varg is there down in some drinks. Several (laughs) drinks. Some butterbeer. He's just, yeah. Flying. He's he's uneasy. He's got a, yeah, he's got a bottle of flying nerves. Yeah. And he's just. (laughs) Sweep up won't stop talking, so it's just making him drink more. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Varg, oh, no. what are you drinking? It's happy juice. <laughs> I wish I could drink some happy juice. Give him some. I sincerely wish you could too, my friend. I, I can't drink at all. Thank this God. is unfortunate. Sweep Up tried it once as he saw Master Olamon drinking something, and then my parts rusted. I could not move for two mm. days. Oh, gosh. Master Oleman said, why is the floor so dirty? 
Where are you? Get in here and sweep up. And then he found me in the storage room, and I was rusted solid. It took him three days to clean me out. We tried out several other names Can other we, than Sweep Up during right. that time. <laughs> yeah, stop listening to it. I was waiting. I, I want to see where like, it goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, uh, yeah, I'm entrapped by the story. I'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what other names? Did you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Drink up. I was instructed to delete all of those from my memory. But did you delete uh, them? I did. Shows I always well. follow my instructions from M- M- Master Oleman. Where's the trash can? Do you have a trash folder? <laughs> He's a computer. Re- let's recover. I have a recycling let's bin, okay? Okay. <laughs> I have a recycling bin, okay? I run on Windows let's 2000. Let's recover those Gross. files. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> what operating system are you running? Yeah. I, I need an up- update. Up- update Java. Up, update Adobe. <laughs> up, update now. Mm. <laughs> like, now what are we doing? I'm guessing you're on Vista. Well, after after the hour goes by, Fira boards okay. the second kiss and immediately goes to talk to Dezen Drakes, the bosun. Are we ready to lift off, Dezen? Yes, the second kiss is ready to fly. <laughs> he really hates his job. Where will you be taking us this time, Captain? Ooh, Uh-oh. salty. Our course was us going first to the castle name that I can't remember. Cloud Reaver Keep. Cloud Reaver, yep. And then out into the spell scar. I've gotten some coordinates from our passengers. We leave at once. Yay! Darnayru kind of wants to keep an eye on Dezen. Okay. Yeah. Just his whole, like, I understand how the underworld seediness is, <laughs> and that's this reeks of it. It yeah. reeks of it. It reeks of it. He's not engaged. Coup. He's not engaged. I don't want to owe him to try to overthrow the captain as second a in A mutiny? Game. Yeah. A mutiny what in was, the air? What was Lucky's role again? He's the uh, porter. porter. Like porter. the okay. kind of like a butler with for the a suit, boat. Like, yeah, yeah. with the suitcases. The concierge, kind of. Concierge Marie. So um, Fira takes her position at the, you know, up in the observation deck. And you hear um, like a loudspeaker comes on and she says, we're all ready for takeoff. Passengers to your cabins, please. So you guys go to your cabins, and the last bits of the mooring are, are let loose. Last chance, Vark. Here we go. Stay, <sighs> stay here. <laughs> and the second kiss lifts off into the sky above yes. Alkenstar. Oh, yes. oh, man. This is kind of crazy. You guys, so for can we talk about this for a second? Talk about it. For 40 weeks. Yes. You guys have been in Alkenstar. Alkenstar. Yeah. It's all it. you've known. The dirty city, yep. the boardwalks, the smokeside grime, the sounds of the engines constantly churning along as all of the industry is powered by clockwork throughout the city, the automaton guards stomping by, the constant looking over your shoulder of the shield marshals. Where are they? We're free. You're free. Leave those free troubles behind. You're up into the sky, and you rise up above, and you realize that Alkenstar City, the farther away that you get from it, is quite beautiful. It looks like an old castle of sorts from a distance. There's high walls with parapets and crenellations. I like that word. <laughs> that's engineer talk, baby. Crenellations. Crenella- that's the up and down, Yeah, you know, zigzag. Oh, that's en- engineer talk. That's sexy yeah. stuff right there. Yo, yo. <laughs> crenellations, baby. Those are called wall shields, so you can shoot arrows between them. The two, mm. the two powerful clockwork propellers roar to life, and the ship rises up into the sky, turning into the wind so that it can gain altitude. As you watch the flight over the city through the portholes in your uh, cabin, right, uh, you can see all the different regions of the uh, of the city of Alkenstar, and then you can see beyond Alkenstar's walls for the first time. The second kiss veers east and makes its way towards uh, Cloud Reaver Keep, which is the first stop of the journey. Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle (laughs) at At all all times. times. They don't try to sell you a credit card? (laughs) Yeah. You get the first view of the expanse of the mana wastes as it spreads out away from you in all directions. In the horizon, you see a thunderstorm 
that appears out of nowhere. It's far off in the distance. Purple lightning clouds cracking through the sky. As you lift off and get beyond the edge of the city walls, it starts to rain. Uh-oh. But you realize the rain is solid oh. and icy. So hail? Uh, more like ice crystals. Okay. Hmm. But when they hit your skin, as you're, if you go out like on the deck or something like that, they immediately melt. They don't hurt. They don't pierce anything. When they hit, they melt. And huh. then the smell of lilacs is released into the air. Whoa. Ooh. That's pretty. Interesting. None of this precipitation ever reaches the ground. So you're only feeling it because you're higher up. As this ice rain melts and the smell of flowers is released, it travels back up into the sky like a and cycles above the floor of the desert, keeping the Spellscar Desert very dry and true to its name. That's cool. The, uh, the winds are unpredictable. You notice the shifting of direction constantly, which makes the airship a pretty normal mode of transportation through here because it gets buffeted by the wind, but the propellers keep it traveling along in its normal course, and you don't really feel it. It doesn't move the boat around that much. It's big enough and, and slow enough that you get a gentle rocking. But if you go out on the observation deck or out on the back of the, of the patio, you can feel the wind shifting in all sorts of different directions. This is another anomaly of the mana wastes. The thing that would probably be the most striking to all of you is the colors. The desert of the spell scar is very light brown, like a, like a traditional desert, but you see the mountains in the distance that are multicolored hues. You see rocky outcroppings that are bright yellow next to others that are bright orange. A strange, warm-toned contrast appears, and the landscape starts to take on this mosaic of, of color. And this feeling of adventure, like a journey, really comes across. If you can remember what it was like the first time that you ever went on a hike and saw a view of, like, Mount Rainier. Or Hmm. if you're listening to us in Australia, you're in the outback for the first time and you see a spider the size of your head. (laughs) No thanks. But that sense of, uh, of the unknown of awe and an adventure, it gets all of you in its own way, however it affects you. I want to know what's going through everybody's mind, like as a player and as a character right now. It Who feels wants to go first? Jordan. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> it is exciting. Uh, you'd mentioned we've been in Alkenstar for 39 weeks now. Nine months, yeah. Um, that's crazy to think about. It's literally nine months. 39 weeks is yeah. three quarters. So... so I think uh, we've been in book two for a while now, but being on this airship feels like it's the beginning of, of something very new. Definitely outside of our uh, our comfort zone. Yeah. Um, How does Varg feel? I don't want to hear about Jordan anymore. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you guys already get the gist of it. He's he's uncomfortable. Is he afraid to fly? He's, uh, he would never say that he's afraid. Um, but he's uncomfortable and he doesn't want to be here. Okay. I get it. What? Who else? I'll go. Yeah, go. Just jump in. I'm uh, very excited to see what comes next. That's me. But uh, Kairos is really interested to see if this quartz ball thing has anything to do with his dad. He's really excited about the magic, the magical elements of this. And in the back of his mind, he's, he's hungry for clues. Okay. Got to find Papa. All right. Got to find Papa. Well, Luton has left her cabin and is now on the observation deck and is just drinking in the lilac smell and being in the air and out of the dirty city. She's felt oppressed in the oh, I bet. in the city. Is is Kal-El up there with you? Kal-El's too? up there and he's a little nervous. <laughs> He's nervous yeah. too. He's nervous. <laughs> Kal El and Varg are, are quickly becoming homies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in the same boat. I, I feel you, little guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Well, for for Greg, <laughs> um, I kind of in the same way about this feeling like this is the the stepping into book two, which is really exciting. And I have been excited to get outside of Alcanstar and figure out like how this mana waste is going to be. 
um, just because it's such a massive area here. Mm -hmm. uh, Darnayru is used to adventure and traveling a lot, so he's doesn't feel um, concerned about. It. He's really excited to see what's going on. Um, he seeing all of this though in his head, he starts to think like this sounds a lot like w what Sweep Up was explaining his memories were like. Ooh. So I'm wondering if this is some like mm. he might even want to be like ask Sweep Up, does this look familiar to you at all? That's good. Do you ask Sweep Up? That? Darnayru asks Sweep Up, does this look outside? Does this remind you of your memories at all? I, I remember looking out the window of Master o Olaman's workshop and seeing the sky. With all of the pretty colors? Sometimes there were pretty colors, especially during a m mana storm. And there is also a floor here, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> because you would like to sweep it. It would be very distressing if there was no floor. Look look at, at oh, that dust bunny over there. Does m Mr. Vark, what's that building? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sweep up, do you have memories of no floor? No, no. I just know that if there wasn't a floor, sweep up would serve no purpose. Mm. Because sweep up is pointless. Aww. I reject that, sweep up. You have a great point. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let it go. I just can't let it go. Okay, yeah. I was just thinking that's something that would be going through Darnayru's head as he's looking out at all these pretty colors. Sure. Also now wondering if uh, Sweep Up was created during a Mana Storm or like Kosawana used Mana Storm power or whatever mm. in this process. Interesting theory. We'll see. You could Greg pulling a Britney. Mm. <laughs> His eyes got white. That means you're on to something. Maybe. Yeah, I can't. I have no poker face. Uh, you guys know this. <laughs> you win at poker too much. To I not do not win face. at poker. <laughs> you won well, just last month. Well, <laughs> okay. Off you fly. Yay. Yay. Out of Alkenstar. I have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, I have a little bit of an idea I because I have idea. a whole adventure. We need an adventure song. I will tell you one thing, though. What? That's, yeah. uh, there's a gift from Scott D. Young to the five of you who, what? Were, who were in all of two combats and have now leveled up. <laughs> yeah! Level five. Can you believe that? Level five. Thanks, Scott. 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 I like this chant. Oh, that's not for me. I can get behind this. Tune in next week, Thunder Buddies, as our Shumfollow Five go on the adventure of a lifetime, and we get to hear all about their levels. Wow. Big changes. We'll see you next week, Thunder Buddies. Yeah. See ya. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.